a lot of the times we forget about like the platform's native features. So feeling like we need to over-design it or make it really different. And something that's cool with TikTok is when you use their native editing features, things perform better, I think. So using things like if you're showing a product using the text-to-voice feature on TikTok works really well. People love it. You can pick different voices and it's fun. And then also just using like their filters, using their text layouts itself, which is like so funny to me because... I am like sticking to typography, spacing, everything, and TikTok just kind of throws it out the window. You're listening to the Stuff Marketers Say podcast. The only thing we know more about than marketing strategy is Settlers of Catan. From start to scale and beyond. Have you started running ads on TikTok yet? If not, you should consider giving it a shot. More and more of our clients at Till Agency are running ads on TikTok, and we found that it's an effective way for many businesses to support their advertising efforts. Today, I'm joined by Emily, our creative team lead and avid TikTok user, and Nate, one of our account managers here at Till Agency. And guess what? You can join us live for episodes and ask your questions in real time. Learn more over on our website. Speaking of our website, head on over to till.agency for the show notes. And if you're interested in learning more about working with us, send us a note while you're there and we can chat more about how we might be able to serve your business. All right, let's get to it. All right, welcome. We are here talking about how to get started with TikTok advertising and how to get started well, you know, and more and more of our clients over the last few months, especially in light, and we've talked about this a lot, but in light of everything going on with privacy and iOS and Facebook and Instagram, more and more clients interested in advertising on TikTok. And to help us with this conversation today, I have brought in one of our account managers, Nate, and our creative lead, Emily, to chat through both aspects of running an ad campaign on TikTok from you know the account management side of things, but then also to chat a little bit about creative. But Emily, Nate, welcome. Thank yeah, you. it's great to be here. Yeah, it's excited to chat. Not as cool. We've been having team meetings in VR. I wish we could somehow record yeah. this podcast via VR, just because I feel like it's awesome. maybe yeah, right. I mean, it just it feels like you're actually having a discussion with somebody in real time. But until then, this will have to do. And if you're interested in joining these discussions live, we record every Wednesday at noon. If you sign up for our email list, you'll get notifications about that. But once you sign up for one, you'll get notifications about them each Wednesday. So consider doing that if you want to be able to ask clarifying questions live about you know whatever the topic is that week. And like I said, for this week, it is how to get started on our advertising on TikTok. So um, Nate, why don't you kick us off here? You know, Have you noticed that Maybe the TikTok ad platform is better for certain kinds of businesses. And, you know, I guess in general, what are sort of the specific benefits of advertising on TikTok? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're a business wondering if you should use TikTok, I would first look at that current traffic that's coming to your site. If you have anything like, let's say, Google Analytics or some sort of website data, before, you know, we get into maybe different industries. Yeah, I would say like, look at what is happening organically. Uh, I'm a proponent of like capitalizing on the organic traffic with your paid advertising. So what's working organically, you know, put some spend behind that because I honestly wouldn't put a limit on an industry if it was working for you organically. So that's where I would say, look at what you're doing organically. But I would say so like, 
from just looking at TikTok as a platform, the benefits that come out of it, like, yes, you're going to have a platform that you can test different creative ideas. You can repurpose content that you've been developing on Instagram or you know, on your websites or videos that you've produced in-house. Uh, you're going to have the greater reach. You're going to have influencers. You're going to have engagement on TikTok. Like all of those things are true. But one indicator from an, you know, if you should use TikTok or not as a secondary ad platform is going to be your age range. Because uh, just a recent stat about the ages 30 and under, a recent stat was north of 60%. So if your age range is in that, your target audience is in that, then I would say, yeah, like you need to at least have something organically and start testing some ads over there. Because in that 20 to 30 age range, you have the new business owners, you have the entrepreneurs, you have the up and coming executives that you can really start influencing and creating some brand awareness there. Yeah, that's so interesting. And Emily, I want to hear a little bit, just because I know you're an avid TikTok user, I want to hear a little bit from you about maybe what makes that platform so appealing as a user. But before that, just to you know, add to what you were saying, Nate, even if you're not seeing traffic from TikTok currently, but your demographic fits the demographic that you know Nate was just talking about, getting something started organically... And, you know, I think, again, this lines up well with what you're saying, Nate, getting something started organically and seeing how that works before maybe putting ad spend behind it. I think that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, I think with any platform that we recommend, typically we start by just saying, okay, well, is your audience there? And if your audience is there, I think it's a pretty, it could potentially be a pretty viable platform for you. So Emily, real quick, just because I know you use TikTok, what sorts of things make this platform so appealing? Yeah. So I am an avid TikToker, but I think TikTok is so powerful because of like the vacuum it creates because of its specific algorithm. It just keeps the user scrolling like somewhat infinitely. (laughs) I mean, you (laughs) see like memes or you hear people say like, I opened TikTok and when I looked up, it was dark out. (laughs) And it's just like, it just has a way of keeping you engaged nonstop. It's pretty funny. And then I think also the nature of its content, like user-generated content, it's not like flashy or super curated like Instagram maybe. So it gives like a quote-unquote real feel, like you're interacting with real people, you're learning stuff from new people, people are vulnerable, people are really funny. So it's just very unique in the way that the content is pretty different from things like Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, maybe you could tell us a little bit too about for somebody who's, you know, knows that their audience is on TikTok, maybe they don't spend a ton of time on TikTok. You can tell I'm speaking from like my own perspective right now. What sorts of things, because it's not a curated platform, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about some of the ads that we create, especially for Facebook and Instagram, which is a visual platform, but, you know, pretty different than TikTok. Mm -hmm. What sorts of things stick out then on TikTok or, you know, I guess what sorts of things do you find you noticing and getting curious about on TikTok from an ad perspective, right? So anything that blends in is really important in the terms of advertising because since the platform is so like casual kind of way, if you have something super 
graphic and laid out with typography, it's not going to fit in. It's going to feel odd and it's going to feel like an ad. So you want your ads to kind of blend. And that's the best way to kind of stand out in a way. Your videos don't have to be high quality, but there is kind of something to say for humans just loving beautiful things. Sure. (laughs) Like there was this one viral TikTok and it was a girl singing to this trending song. It was like a sugar crush song or something, but the straight face, nothing. She was just singing to the camera, lip syncing. Another user saw it and she went super viral and he like made it his mission to out viral her. And he set up this like beautiful aesthetic, had mountains in the background, depth of field, used a really high quality camera and did the same exact thing, just lip sync to the camera straight face. And it like went off. It was so viral. And he like, completed his mission. But so there's something to say about quality is something in visuals, but it's not mandatory for sure. ads. Yeah. I mean, I'd say even on like Facebook and Instagram, right, we can spot ads from a mile away, but I don't think there's that repulsion, you know, maybe that there is on TikTok, you know, where you would just continue, you know, moving through the feed. Nate, as far as like, you know, ads go on TikTok, what sorts of results are we seeing among our clients compared to maybe a platform like Facebook and Instagram, which Facebook and Instagram for a long time and probably still now is considered, you know, sort of the gold standard in terms of, you know, an ad platform goes, right? And would you say that's still true? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're going to compare apples to apples from results on TikTok and Facebook, I would say you're going to find some sort of difference in the conversion, the end conversion, because TikTok is really great at driving an awareness. One of the main in metrics that we look at is how much reach TikTok has for the same budget, meaning your dollar will have more eyeballs on TikTok than Facebook because TikTok just charges less, um, which is great for an awareness campaign. Your ad will, from a CPM standpoint, the metric that is basically says how much is Facebook or TikTok charging you for a thousand times your ad is seen, TikTok is 10 times cheaper than Facebook or Instagram from what we're seeing. Right now, it might be seven to eight times cheaper. It was around 10 times cheaper in the holidays just because of Facebook and Instagram having a higher CPM there. So from just like when we start looking at results, that's where we keep TikTok. We start asking the question, well, what's the goal of TikTok? First, which is more of an awareness-driven platform where maybe you might see Facebook and Instagram, especially Google, being a little more bottom funnel platforms. Yeah, Emily, do you think that TikTok maybe not as good bottom of funnel, or at least, you know, I think maybe there's some distinctions that we have to make here because I think TikTok's a really appealing platform because you can reach so many more people in a less expensive way, right? right? So that's really appealing about TikTok. And I think we see that, you know, those are the glory days on Facebook, right? Where, you know, you could advertise for next to nothing on Facebook and get these crazy results. So new platforms, I'd say CPMs typically a little bit lower. I think we even see that on Pinterest. You know, there's obviously people selling on TikTok. I was just reading an ad about, you know, these kids under 18 who are millionaires now because of the influence that they built up on TikTok. That's a whole nother conversation, you know, whether <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But point being is that people are making money on TikTok. How right. easy it is to attribute 
a sale that comes from TikTok, where maybe somebody learned about the company from TikTok. Do you feel like that maybe is a little bit harder? And you know, Emily, maybe you could speak this a little bit because of the way TikTok's like TikTok's set up to keep you in the app. Would you say that's probably why it's you know like how often do you leave TikTok to follow an ad and not just watch it? It depends. A lot of the time, you have seconds to make an impression. So within those few seconds before someone just scrolls on by, you really do have to make an impact. And a lot of times, if there's kind of like a storytelling aspect or they're teaching you something, that a lot of times will get me to click. Anytime they're giving me information that's something I didn't know, it's really like encourages me to click. But yeah, it's truly just in those first few seconds is my decision making, whether I'm going to go and see what this product is or... Sure. And that sounds a lot like Facebook, Instagram, but like as a user, would you say that you're more likely to click an ad in Facebook, Instagram versus TikTok? And again, this is completely anecdotal, but I'm just curious as somebody who I know uses the platform often. Yeah, it depends. And what's funny is I definitely get targeted for similar things on both platforms. That's good. I mean, I would take that as an encouraging sign, especially on the TikTok side of things, right? Because it means that you know, TikTok has, you know, maybe dialing in their targeting a little bit more because that's a big thing I think that made Facebook and Instagram stand out as an advertising platform is that you can get so much more targeted or, you know, what we thought for a long time is you get so much more targeted with Facebook and Instagram, but slowly we're seeing other platforms get caught up. I'm sort of leaving Google out of this conversation as well. Obviously, Google is, you know, one of the biggest ad platforms out there, if not the biggest. I don't know, apples to apples, how much advertising dollars are spent on Google versus Facebook, Instagram. But in part, I'm leaving it out just because to a certain extent, it's a different beast, right? Search, you know, over here. So kind of comparing Facebook, Instagram, which seems like they're kind of going in the direction of TikTok, you know, just in even how the platform works to TikTok. So people listening are like, what do you mean? You know, how can you not mention Google? Uh, That's kind of why I'm leaving Google out of the conversation. But Nate, you know, any thoughts on that just in terms of attribution and maybe some of the difficulty around, you know, attributing sales to TikTok? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the great thing about TikTok is the CPMs are so cheap. When your ad is being seen 10 times more, and let's just say your click-through rate stays relatively the same, you're going to have more traffic coming from TikTok. So it is a platform where you'll see traffic, you'll see people clicking on the ad. That's what we see on our end. But I think it goes back to intent. You know, they might click on the ad, they might see and do some sort of awareness type research, but they may not do the end action right there. That's kind of what, you know, I'd say is the difference is that People might click on the ad and go right back to TikTok or do a little bit of research and go right back to TikTok where, you know, where obviously Facebook is a little bit different than what we've seen from obviously the amount of eyeballs, but then the intent rate. Yeah, that's really interesting. Do you feel like TikTok helps support, you know, kind of advertising on other platforms? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would typically go the Facebook, Instagram, Google route first, but TikTok definitely remains a secondary platform. In some cases, I've had clients where that's been their primary, to be honest. I mean, what it comes down to is back to starting something on TikTok organically just to see what sticks. So developing posts, developing or using hashtags, see what comes back. You as a business, you learn how to create better content that's creative and engaging. 
as just a business. So using TikTok will help you in other ways. So using that just to see what comes back organically, I would definitely pair it alongside of Facebook, Instagram, and Google as a secondary platform for an awareness top funnel. That's tip from a strategy standpoint. Like I said, though, there are those clients that some people are using it as their primary driver for traffic because that's where their audience is at. Yeah, I have one merger and acquisition client I work with that their primary audience is 50 to 60 plus. So, you know, it's not a good secondary ad platform like Google, Facebook, or maybe LinkedIn. So that's where you just need to know, you know, where's my audience and or even where's my audience going to be like, you know, and even thinking just like feeding the funnel a year from now is your audience kind of in that 20 to 30 age range where it needs to be TikTok maybe needs to be a little bit longer of a strategy, you know, where you're feeding the top of funnel, you're feeding the awareness of your business and your brand. Yeah. And I think one of the points that I most appreciated there, Nate, was just that it would make you a better content creator in general. You know, I think there's probably a lot of value in that as well. Emily, going back to creative though, you know, I know like me personally, I just can't imagine myself creating TikTok content, (laughs) right? But we have clients who don't put themselves behind the camera either, right? Like we have clients who use, you know, other sorts of content. Can you speak to that a little bit? What kind of content some of our clients are using if it's not them, you know, doing something for TikTok? Yeah, I think a lot of the times we forget about like the platform's native features. So feeling like we need to over-design it or make it really different. And something that's cool with TikTok is when you use their native editing features, things perform better, I think. So using things like if you're showing a product, using the text-to-voice feature on TikTok works really well. People love it. You can pick different voices and it's fun. And then also just using like their filters, using their text layouts itself, which is like so funny to me because... I am like sticking to typography, spacing, everything. And TikTok just kind of throws it out the window. (laughs) Yeah, they want you to use like their super simple sans serif font with like bright green behind it. It's really funny. But that's what makes it feel like natural, like user generated and kind of makes people feel like it's a safe space to keep watching in a way. If something's like super productive or like high quality typography, people kind of scroll right past because they know what it is. Yeah, they just keep going. We also have clients, right, that are using basically native TikTok videos or videos from their users, right? And those could be reappropriated for creative. Yeah, definitely. We have a client who sent over their entire TikTok library and we just promoted, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we found that to be a pretty effective way to reach people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you're basically the client business has developed an idea of what creative resonates with people. That's it. You know, what create because it's a very creative driven platform. So that's why I would say, number one, you start an account today (laughs) and you start testing creatives to see what sticks. And then I would say, you know, when we start using the creative, the organic posts, one caveat is removing those hashtags that you might use from a copy just because TikTok saves those for special campaigns for advertising. So you have to remove the hashtag or you won't see any ad spend there. But yeah, I would say number one, like let's start testing out. If you don't have creative, let's use what you've already posted on TikTok to see if that 
resonates with people from an ad standpoint. Awesome. So as we wrap up here, two things I want to talk about. One, if you could speak to just getting set up with TikTok ads, because I know it being a relatively new platform, it's maybe not quite as simple getting set up with, you know, Facebook ads manager or something like that. Right. So if you could talk about that and then also I kind of want to end with maybe y'all's best three tips for getting started with TikTok ads. You don't have to each have three, but that's what we're going for. Okay. So Nate, can you speak to just getting set up with TikTok? You don't have to walk us through every step, but if there's just things that people need to be aware of, like the hashtag thing you just mentioned, things that people need to be aware of along the way. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have an ads manager account, it functions very similar to Facebook. If you're familiar with the Facebook side of the back end with advertising. So I would just go out, Google TikTok ads manager, and there's going to be a link that says advertising on TikTok. And that's going to, you know, click that and it'll lead you through a portal of signing up as a business on TikTok. So that would be your step number one is be able to create on the ad account. As far as like some of the specifics, I can kind of jump into my three tips, which hit some of those. So starting with number one, I would say, what's your goal with TikTok? You need to have a goal. You need to clarify the goal in your business. Because if you just start throwing ads out on TikTok, you're going to stop because you may not see the conversions, but it's still giving you an awareness of your brand, which is incredibly important. So number one, clarify the goal. Number two, I would say start with a traffic campaign on TikTok because you're bidding for a click or maybe some higher in the funnel action like a product view instead of optimizing around a purchase. I think that's what we found as far as just driving out a campaign right out of the gate. It's better to to bid around a click. This helps the algorithm push your ads out more. And then another technical standpoint from a targeting, I would use the lookalike audiences that this a one to two million size audiences for a lookalike. It's similar to Facebook's lookalike where you'll take everybody who has purchased in the past six months and you create an audience that looks like those past purchasers. And then I would use, you know, you're retargeting to your website. So people who have been on your website, you still want to retarget them. So those two audiences are the ones that I would start out with as a lookalike audience and retargeting. Awesome. Emily, what tips do you have for us? Yeah. So this kind of echoes what Nate said earlier, but I think the first thing, my first tip is look and see what your organic posts are doing. If they're performing well, go ahead and throw one on TikTok. TikTok uses a 9 by 16 aspect ratio. So that's the same as Instagram Reels, Instagram Stories. If you see something's working on that platform, I say throw it over. It's a good place to start and you know that your audience is a fan. My second one would be to blend in again because it's just the best way to stand out. If you're getting a user to watch your ad without realizing it's an ad right off the bat, I think you're doing it right. And then my third tip would be to, again, take advantage of TikTok's native editing features. People love text-to-voice. People love filters. And if you use trending songs, they love that too. So yeah. And as far as copy goes, just a quick note, just to keep it short and relevant and witty, there's nothing huge for copy here. People aren't reading anything on your ad they're watching. So just a little tip. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's the perfect spot to wrap up. And Emily, Nate, thank you so much for your time. 
and sharing your expertise yeah. with us uh, around TikTok. Uh, we'll have to do a regular TikTok update because I do think that this is, you know, like if we were to say between Pinterest and TikTok, for instance, and I think Pinterest is putting a lot of money behind their ad platform, that TikTok is the one that I think maybe has a bit more potential. I'm really interested in seeing where it goes over the course of the next few years. So we'll have to have you two come back on regularly and update us there. But thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Fun to be here.